Hello, everybody, and welcome to the TeacherCast Educational Network. My name is Jeff Bradbury. Welcome to Educational Podcasting Today, the educational podcast that helps you create a podcast or helps your students create with digital media in their classrooms. We have a two great guests today. We're going to be talking all about your podcast and how you can promote it. We're going to be talking about media kits and promotions and sponsors. We have two amazing guests. But before we get to that, I want to remind you guys, we have a great brand new Facebook group over at educationalpodcasting.tips. We have over 100 people in that group right now. Each week we focus on a new topic. We have questions out every single day. It has become a really, really nice community. You can check that out over on teachercast.net slash um, educational podcasting, or you can certainly go over to educationalpodcasting.tips for that. My guests today are experts in the field of podcasting, social media, broadcasting, you name it. Um, I met these two guys a long time ago at the Mid-Atlantic Podcast Conference, MapCon. I want to bring on the creator of MapCon, Super Joe Pardo. Joe, how are you today? Welcome to the show. I am the uh, what's the thing that Jesus did? I'm flying. I'm I'm flying. You know, because it's just at the at the end of Easter. Didn't he get up and like peace out? He 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 was he resurrected. I think. Yeah, three days he got up and then he then he then he peaced out. This is not the way I thought the podcast was going to start, Joe. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is a podcasting show. I, I am, I am, I am fantastic. How about yourselves? I'm feeling super. How are you feeling, Super Jeff? I am feeling absolutely uh, weird after that one, Joe. But that's okay. Joe, tell us a little bit about yourself, and uh, I understand that we have a, a conference coming up to talk about. Uh, we do have a conference coming up. Uh, so I am a uh, business consultant, business coach, business author, business podcaster, creator, and founder of the Middle Atlantic Podcast Conference. And uh, yeah, so Middle Atlantic Podcast Conference is coming up on September 7th and 8th. I didn't have to look that up to tell you that. And uh, basically, the focus is on community building and creativity. Uh, this is its fourth year, surprisingly. Uh, and I I am I am super excited. I just sent out a bunch of emails the day before Easter uh, to get everybody, all the speakers, uh, to let them know who who can who's going to be speaking at MapCon. I am looking forward to that. Of course, this is the fourth year. I uh, got accepted again this year. Thanks, Joe. Uh, uh, we're going to be talking about how uh, how in the last uh, six months or so, TeacherCast went from what it was to what it is. We're going to be doing 10 tips to uh, redesigning, recreating, rebranding uh, your website, ex- uh, especially your podcasting website. Joe, when is the conference this year and how can people participate? September 7th to the 8th. It's in South Jersey, right outside of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, of course. There is another Philadelphia in like Tennessee or something like that. But it's the one in Pennsylvania. Uh, and it basically, it's taking place over the course of two days this year. It's If you don't know anything about podcasting and you want to learn about podcasting, we have a ticket that takes that uh, extends it from just being from 1 o'clock in the afternoon to on Friday till uh, Saturday at 6 uh, at night or 6 in the afternoon. Um, if you come in at 9 a.m. to 12 p.m., you'll get a podcast 101 boot camp. Uh, it's a it's a it's the third tier ticket that you can buy. So it's a little more expensive, but you'll be uh, you'll be in good company with a bunch of other people that have already purchased the ticket to learn about how to get their podcast started and rolling and off the ground by, by me. I, I think. I, yeah, me. That That's a pretty good deal right there. I, I think so. It's not too much more expensive than the normal ticket. I think it's uh, right now. I think it's a total of seventy-five dollars more. 
for the for the course. So, but the ticket prices will be going up May first. So cool. you want if you want if you're interested, get it now before the uh, ticket prices continue to go up and up before we get to the conference. You can of course find out more information about that by going to teachercast.net/mapcon. That's teachercast.net/mapcon. I also want to bring on my co-host from last year's Mapcon. We did a great presentation together, Mr. Matthew Passy. Matt, how are you today? I am doing great, Jeff. Hopefully a little bit less awkward than Joe. <laughs> <laughs> now, you also have been podcasting for quite some time and uh, are becoming an expert in this very topic. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Oh, that's right. So I actually worked in ra- I got my start in radio. I was doing that for a little over 10 years. And while doing radio, I was also producing a lot of podcasts. It was just sort of like a and also kind of a thing. You know, I was a broadcaster on air, but producing content digitally. I uh, got laid off at the end of 2014, and as I started to look around at what I was going to do, um, I was talking to some folks and realized there were people who wanted help producing podcasts. It was, you know, having its second, third, fourth, whatever renaissance that podcasts has had in that time. Um, and so I started to produce podcasts for people on my own, and uh, I've been doing that since 2014. Been growing my business steadily. Have a bunch of really, really great clients that I'm so proud to work with i'm so proud of the content that they're putting out there and you know because i am doing that i'm also just going to conferences like mapcon and meeting great individuals like yourselves and learning from all these different people going to you know other events you know just following and listening to all the experts that we have out in the field and just trying to get every bit of knowledge that i can about the industry so like you said so i can be an expert on and i i'd like to think i i am an expert but there's still always so much left to learn so I'm excited to be on here to hopefully help your audience, but also maybe learn a little bit while I'm here as well. And so tonight's topic is going to be all about promoting your podcast and most importantly, selling your podcast. This has certainly been a topic we've gotten a lot here on TeacherCast. Of course, you can check out everything over on educationalpodcasting.tips, join our Facebook group. But the question is how? What are some of the things that we should do to first even think about monetizing our podcast and and you, you this might sound silly to anybody listening but i think the first thing people need to do is actually have a podcast <laughs> right I, I and i'm starting out there because i see a lot of people saying i did my first show how do i make money or i see i'd like to start a podcast to make money which is great stuff but have the show first right would you guys agree with something with that yeah, absolutely. I I always say if somebody comes to me and says, I want to start a podcast, but I don't know about what I look at them and I say, just walk away. It's, it's a fantastic medium. There are amazing opportunities out there. But it's, it's a fantastic medium if you've already got the right message. So I say, you know, come to someone and say, I have this great, you know, wealth of knowledge about x, or I'm super passionate about this. And then you can realize, oh, maybe podcasting is the way to get that done. So similarly, you have to have the right message, the right content, the right community to then say my podcast is worthy of advertising, worthy of monetization. Now, Joe, what's your thoughts about all of this? Because you've done uh, pretty well for yourself through podcasting because of your podcast. Talk to us a little bit about your journey over the last little bit. 
Yeah, so uh, a lot of that came from because of my podcast, not from my podcast. So that has started to change uh, for a very different uh, reason than just straight up like having advertisers uh, throw money at me. But uh, so for me, like podcasting started out as this journey of like figuring out what I wanted to be when I grew up and 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 helping inspire other people to to be this you know, better, the super version of themselves. Uh, and, and for me, it was like, okay, I'm going to start this show. It's going to be called the dreamers podcast. We're going to interview people inspiring and all that. Uh, and it, it wasn't really a, a, a bad, like I saw like this opportunity to like, how could I make this turn into money later? Um, but it really wasn't like, okay, uh, I'm going to start this show and then I'm going to get these sponsors. And I had a couple of early on sponsors that, had my show changed to the the business podcast like it is right now diff- maybe things would have been a little bit different because the sponsors that wanted to to be a part of the show were all business oriented my show at the time was not business oriented years later that has that has changed but my interest in running around trying to you know get sponsors has also waned so be, but be from be that because of my podcast i have met awesome people like both of you I have started up Middle Line Podcast Conference because I love hosting and creating awesome experiences for people, uh, which enables me to bring in some money, not crazy amounts of money, um, but it all adds up, right? And it, it gave me a platform to sell books because I wanted to write these books that were different and you know spoke to me. Uh, and it, it, it's just all these little things and, and brought clients from coaching clients to business consultant clients to website building with clients to, uh, to even getting a, a, a job at a, at a nonprofit that I would have never known about had I not had the executive director on my show just like nine months earlier. So like there's all these things that just it, it all comes because you're you're connecting and networking with people in a way that uh, you get to have a really great deep conversation with them. And to Matthew's point, uh, I, so I, I wouldn't go as far to say I would just walk away from podcasting, but I would say figure out what it is that you want to talk about first. Like, what are you really passionate about that? Like three years from now, four years from now, 10 years from now, you're still going to be interested and want to talk about. Well, let's hit on that for a second, because I, I've been doing a lot of studying on how to create the perfect blog post, right? Or, or website. And there are two schools of thought. One is what Joe just said, pick a topic you're passionate about and can come up with 10,000 things to talk about on it and just do it because you love it and then let everything happen. And then the other side is find the area that is in need of content and then fill it, right? And those are two totally different things. You know, for instance, I'm up here in North Jersey. We have a lot of bears. If I decided to do the bear podcast, that might be something that up here people might want to advertise on and listen to because they're in bear country. But the reality is I don't know anything about bears. On the other hand, doing an educational show I can talk about this forever. Um, Matt, what do you think? I, I know you deal with a lot of people who want to get into to revenue streams and aren't quite sure. Do you create to fill the niche or do you have the niche and then hopefully something happens to it afterwards? Well, I, I'll be honest. I haven't worked with anybody who said, I want to make money, so I'm getting into podcasting. There's been something that has led them to say that, podcasting might be a way to use that to make money. And to your point about the bear example, I think what is a possibility, what could become that niche is curiosity. And I think some of the best podcasters come from a place of 
natural, genuine curiosity. So you might not be an expert on bears, but because you live in bear country, you have a vested interest in it and you want to learn about it. That could make you a incredible interviewer on the topic of bears in North Jersey. And so you would do the research, you would find the right people. And so, yes, with, with no knowledge to start with, but with a genuine, genuine, passionate, you know, interest in discovering, then yeah, you could now create something to Joe's point that you could be doing from three to four years from now that, that you didn't think you could from day one. Joe, what's your thoughts? Let's, let's take it to something that's personal for you. Somebody comes to you and says, I want you to do a haircutting uh, conference. Now you've made conferences, but you're not. But he doesn't have that much hair. But uh, no, I know. It's very <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm, I can't speak. I'm not that good either. But you know what I'm saying, right, Joe? Like, is that the thing that you can easily say? Look, I'm just because I'm a I'm a I'm a conference promoter and conference producer. I'm going to get into that. Or do you really need to say I love learning about haircuts? I'm going to do this because I'm passionate. You know, I, it's funny you mentioned haircuts, though, because I, what I am passionate about is an idea, and I've thought about this even for like MapCon having uh, like a like a um, charitable like side to it, uh, giving uh, haircut, getting haircuts for homeless people. Uh, now I'm not a haircut. What's it? Um, stylist. Stylist. Yeah, I'm not a stylist. I'm not a barber. Uh, podcasting has like next to nothing to do with hair, especially considering most of us don't usually do usually do video. Um, but it's just something that I think it just makes sense that like it makes people feel really good and confident, and maybe turns you know can turn change lives. So, uh, but with that said, uh, for me, building a conference like I think. Uh, I think I could do it. And the reason is because I love bringing awesome people together and creating awesome experiences. But with that said, I would only have to do it like a little bit, right? This wouldn't be like, I'm going to have one on Tuesday and then another one on Tuesday and another one on Tuesday. And that to, to that point, uh, what uh, Matthew was saying about like, um, when I started the Jeremy's podcast, like, Five years, four or five years earlier before that, people were telling me, Joe, you got to be Jersey Joe talking about Disney because you love Disney. And and I was like, that sounds awesome. But I don't live at Disney. I don't go like I well, I mean, I was going like four to six times a year at one point, but like I don't live down there. So I, I feel like I'd get to episode 10 and I would just get bored um, with the topic. So when the idea of like the Dreamers podcast came, I'm like, oh, I'm interviewing different people all the time, different topics, different parts of the world different stories and i'm getting to learn and absorb their lessons and all that i was like this is awesome like i won't get bored of this and i didn't but it did eventually turn into business because that's end up that ended up being most of what we were talking about uh like after about a third way through through recording the show which by the way i'm almost at four years may 20th is the four year anniversary congratulations on that thank you um when it comes to actually taking a show, a new show, a, a four-year-old show, and you start to bring in the conversation of revenue, um, generally then the conversation turns to numbers. You know, if someone's going to pay for what you're doing, um, there's two ways to look at it. I am paying for a service or I'm paying for exposure. And either way, that still comes down to what your audience is. Some people don't have the numbers that other people want. Like if you are doing a, a, you know, New Jersey people who go to Disney world podcast, 
Joe might have 10 people listening, and that's all of the New Jersey people that go to Disney World, and he's cornered the market. But an advertiser might look at that and say, well, you only have 10. And Joe says, but I've got 10 out of the 10. <laughs> Matt, in, in your experience, um, talk to us about numbers. Are there numbers that mean more? Are there numbers that we should be sharing? Are there numbers that we shouldn't be sharing? What What is your your experience when it comes to numbers? Because we've got website numbers, podcast numbers, social media numbers. Um, what, what do you think there, Matt? Well, I think there's definitely something to be said about large numbers, impressions, downloads, web visits, subscribers. You know, anytime you can turn to an advertiser and say, I've got a million of anything, it's going to be appealing to them because that's just a lot of eyeballs and earballs that uh, you know they can do something with. But that being said, to your point about the 10 out of 10, it there's also something even more attractive about a high level of engagement and you know that relationship. So yeah, maybe there's only 10 people in New Jersey who go to Disney World, but Joe has every single one of their ears. And if Disney knows that those people are going to spend $1,500 to come down to Disney World, it's probably worth it for them to spend $1,000 to talk to all 10 of them because the return on the investment is going to be so great. So, so I mean, super. I, absolutely. It is going to be super. It's going to be magical and super and great, and it's going to be risen. Um, but I think what, you know, so I think there's a combination. I think there's plenty of shows that are going to do well with high numbers, but I think more people are going to be successful if they focus on their engagement. So great. You've got plenty of downloads. How many of those downloads are real fans? How many of those people are engaged with you? How many talk to you on Facebook, post a review, respond to your emails and to your surveys? Because it's one thing to be able to sell your numbers. It's another thing to be able to sell the relationship to your audience. So it's, you know, I can read your ad for whatever CPM we agree to cost per thousand downloads. But I can also turn to you and say, my CPM is worth more because when I tell these people that a product is worthy of their time, they listen. So numbers are fantastic, but really strong relationships, strong engagement, even at smaller numbers is going to go a lot farther. And, and if you'll indulge me, there's, there's a guy, Glenn the Geek, who runs the Horse Radio Network. And I've heard him speak at a couple of different places. And, and he famously tells the story, you know, he has millions and millions of downloads across his network. And he does, you know, six plus figures, I think even seven figures now in income on advertising. But his best show, the show that makes the most money for him, is the one that has the smallest number of downloads because it's this very, very small, tight niche community of a very, very specific thing. And he's the only one that talks to this community. So the advertisers know if they want to reach them, he's the guy to go to. And they are worth so much to those advertisers. So engagement and relationships and knowing your community could be way more valuable than just raw, large numbers. I think that's the uh, the horse and cart the cart thing. Yeah, the carriage the, racing or something. Yeah, like that. carriage it's racing. Such a small specific thing that right, like you and I would never even know existed or talk about or think that's not a show. But to the people that advertise those products, this is where they're. This is the ten out of ten of the Disney New Jersey Disney people that you know that you were asking as an example. There is Jersey Disney. You know, Disney has Jersey Week. Just just for anyone who doesn't know. 
<laughs> in November. Well, welcome to the TeacherCast Educational Network. This is the Disney <laughs> podcast with starting Super Joe Pardo. <laughs> Who's going to take a carriage horse down there this year? Yes, to find out yes. which comes first, the horse or the... Oh, never mind. <laughs> never mind. So I'm sorry. That was the sound of many people turning the show off. Uh, as we go through here, um, other questions that come in. These are questions that I'm having, too. So first of all, thank you guys for coming on and, and kind of being my support with all this. But but let's talk about those numbers, right? Like numbers equal dollar signs. Um, does that mean that we show those numbers? Does that mean that we put those numbers readily available on the menu of our website? Or does not everybody get a chance to see these these numbers or what is the best way for any podcaster to go out there and share this do we just take a picture of our google analytics can we uh, you know what what is the going way to show this I, I haven't seen many podcasters just you know say home podcast you know bio on the menu and then you know my stats i don't you don't see that very often so it's funny you say because my numbers are actually on my podcast website. Well, that's because they're super numbers, Joe. Uh, yeah, but they're not. <laughs> they're, like, they're, they're not, right? It's it's lifetime numbers. So, uh, me personally, I, I put it out there because I, you know, I'm I'm proud of them. I try to keep them as clean as I possibly can and not have like, you know, they're not uh, juiced up or anything like that. Um, I. You know, when it comes to getting the advertisers and, and having the, the numbers, I, so so as I think both of you know, I've recently wrote a post and, and changed how I go about with my show and, and advertising, right? Did, did you see this, Jeff? Mm -mm, not yet. Oh. Yes, yes, I do. Yes, yeah. I do. Okay. Yeah. So, so like I, I'm now charging guests, um, that are, you know, business owners that have services and such that want to reach other business owners, uh, to be on my show. They're sponsoring. And the everyone's episode. copying you. Uh, yeah, I know. Well, apparently <laughs> like other people were doing this like two years ago, but with that said, like they had way bigger audiences than, than what I have. And, and that, and that's okay. Right. My audience is continuously growing though. Um, and on top of that, like, well, so so my biggest problem, and and for anyone who's trying to get sponsorship, right? The the big thing is like, how many downloads can you get in the first four to six weeks, eight weeks maybe, if you're lucky, and and in most cases, in my case at least, I don't have like I get a, like maybe two hundred downloads in the first like two weeks if I'm lucky. By four weeks, it's it's you know I'm lucky if it gets to two fifty, three hundred. But the thing is, is they always are growing and growing and growing numbers. And I utilize SEO in the, in the show notes. And that's where a lot of my, my downloads come from is people searching out these people in these uh, organizations and such and finding my post first. That's how they find the episode. And that's where those downloads come from. So while I have a bunch of subscribers, it's not necessarily that it's it, to me, it's a long-term game because some of my back episodes have thousands of downloads like that's where it's coming from. So it's like I get downloads on my back end and it, it to the middle, but on the newest episodes there isn't like a rush of, you know, a glutton of thousands of people clamoring to get to the newest episode yet. But like I said, that is that is seemingly changing as time goes on. And from my perspective, I can't just sell like, oh, cuz the CPM's a thousand downloads. Well, and that's in like 4 to 6 weeks. Well, that doesn't happen for me. So it's a long game. I, plus, for me, I'm creating a, a showpiece for them, right? Because somebody asked me, like, well, Joe, why would I sponsor your episode and be on it versus, say, getting a Facebook ad? 
Well, if you haven't invested money in Facebook ads, you're going to need a lot more than like, say, $300 to make a dent in Facebook ads. Uh, at that point, if you already do have a Facebook ad you know, situation working, then $300 shouldn't be a big deal. Well, let's 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 psychoanalyze you for a second here, Mr. Super. <laughs> you have a show that brings on important people and you talk about how awesome and super they are. Now, as a listener to your show, whether I'm in your field or out of your field, I might only listen to the shows that feature people I know. For instance, if you had Matt on as a guest, I might go, oh, I want to listen to that. I know Matt, but I might not know Jane Doe, right? So is there a reason why you do that type of show? Are you having those guests on because you want to learn from them, make 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 friends with them, whatever that is there? But, you know, that's the type of show you have chosen to do, right? Or are you doing it topic-based that, oh, by the way, Matt happens to be the guest? For instance, this particular show is topic-based that you guys happen to be the guest on, as opposed to, hey, I'm having Joe and Matt on. Am I saying this right, or am I kicking my super foot and my super mouth here? <laughs> no, Super Jeff. You No, so my my show, uh, when I do interviews, they're based around uh, the journey and the lessons that the that the person learned. So when the, the difference between, like, say, doing advertising in, like, a Facebook or Google sense – uh, kind of way versus this is you're you're building uh, authority, right? So you're on the show, you're telling your story, you're telling your lessons, and we're 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 pulling out those lessons that can be applicable to you know businesses across the the, the scape, right? Everywhere. Um, so so in this case, it's not just me saying how awesome they are; it's me you know showcasing their story and having that unfold and then uh the listeners being you know like they, they get to know you right they get to know you they get to trust you it's a whole nother level than a flash in a pan of 300 dollars gone like that i mean you might as well just go to a casino and throw 300 bucks in a in a, in a slot machine yeah i mean you you can't convey passion about your business in a facebook ad the same way you could in that interview and and right to your point joe you're not selling your audience to these guests you're selling them the opportunity to tell their story. I mean, you're basically doing promotional work for them in a simple, easy, but really effective form of marketing for them and advertising in the podcast and that they get to tell their story and come off as genuine and authentic. And, and while, you know, there are some cases where charging to be a guest might come off as skeevy or, you know, weird, that's because the host is not as transparent and is not, you know, upfront about what they're doing as Joe is. This is the service that Joe is providing. You as the audience get to enjoy it as well, but Joe's product is the, you know, Joe is selling to the guests. He's not selling to the audience, which is what other folks do in the advertising model. Now, Jeff, I just want to jump back real quickly to your initial question about the numbers. And, you know, I think there's, I think it's important to, Make your numbers available to the people who want to see them, but I don't think you need to flaunt them to the entire world. So if I'm just a casual teacher cast, you know, viewer, audience member, I don't want to come to your site and necessarily see you bragging about, oh, check out my 80 gazillion downloads. I'm the man, blah, 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 which you are the man, by the way. Don't let me take that away from you. However, if I am a potential advertiser and I come to your site and I say to myself, you know, I do want to actually form a relationship with Jeff and work on a show, then I also want that information to be 
easily accessible. You know, if there's a spot that says, you know, advertise with me, then when I click there, I should be able to very easily see some of those important metrics like downloads, price, social impressions, you know, the things that are going to help me make a decision about whether or not the value you're providing the value for the amount of money that I'm going to have to spend with you. So I, I think there's a, a good balancing act that needs to be, you know, arranged there. And, and, you know, it's also okay to highlight sort of guide people to the numbers that are, are your best foot forward with, you know, put out the ones that are important, but also, you know, make sure you let them know. These are the ones I really like, you know, guide them into those numbers. So I should put on the top of my press kit here. I've had super Joe Pardo on the show three times now. Is that that's that should be the top of the number here. I think that's a, I think that's not necessarily a number, but I think that's a testimonial to an audience that might know of super Joe Pardo's reputation and say, wow, he got Joe on three times man, he has some really great connections and he's clearly providing some really great content because Joe's putting out book after book after book. I mean, the guy is a machine. So is he a number? No, but he is a piece of information that could be very, very attractive to your potential advertiser. Okay. First of all, Matt, you're good at this and I'm glad that you're on my team here. <laughs> Second of all, Joe, let's talk a little bit of, about some, some, some definitions here. When you're asking people for money to come on your show are you calling that an opportunity are you calling that a sponsorship are you calling that just hey my time is valuable and you're using me to make money on your own what is the actual term here that uh, can uh, other people can be using <laughs> to take advantage of what you seem to have been doing on apparently uh 30 downloads a month go ahead <laughs> uh, so uh so it, it's called well originally it was a uh promotional fee promotional um, fee I but i changed it to sponsorship and the reason i changed it to sponsorship was because it, it just made more sense because i still had to like so you have to tell people that um you know it's it's a sponsored episode, right? It, this episode is brought to you by blah, 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 blah. And I usually, and I, so I've done my first, because I just announced this back in February. So my first episode with all of this, all this new stuff goes live to actually tomorrow morning uh, at 8, 8 a.m. at thebusiness.tv with the first episode uh, with Jordan Gross uh, of the book, Get uh, the, um, the, the uh, wait, get wait, comfy. Wait. He's sponsoring your episode, not mine. Okay, hold on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so anyway, he's getting some extra. He's getting some extra bang for his buck. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, hey, I, hey, this is part of the, what I bring to the table, and why you need to, you know, uh, pay the sponsorship fee. But, but realistically, I, you know, it's a sponsorship fee that uh, pays for the show, right? So instead of me going and asking for people to go to be patron patrons or whatever, like this is a business show, right? Like I'm, I'm trying to attract people that are in the business. I don't expect them to go to Patreon uh, and I don't expect them to donate to the show or anything like that. And, and so I, the way I, I view it is like, okay, we have business owners that are looking to advertise. Advertising is a write offable thing. It's $300 is the base. There's, there's like a whole bunch of packages ranging from 300 to $3,000. Um, the base package is 300 bucks. It's not a lot of money. You can write it off. You should write it off. And, and yeah, like, so, and this is for people coming to me. I'm not go actively going out and searching for people to like, Hey, pay me 300 bucks. And then you'd be on my show. That's not what this is, right? This is people that are reaching out to me to be on my show to promote their thing. 
So let's so let's do the uh, and I'm saying this, you know, we're, we're having fun here. Right. But we've all gotten this. Right? If you're listening to this show um, this far deep into this particular show, <laughs> you have been in these seats. So here I am, Joe. I am in I am a company. I'm an ed tech company. I'm a I'm a whatever. And I, I email you cold and I go, Joe, have you heard about TeacherCast? It would be great for your audience. What can we do for TeacherCast to be featured on the Super Joe Pardo show? Joe says what? Uh, I mean, I've written this email a couple of times already. So uh, I say, no, I don't. <laughs> I, 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 I response. Can't response. No, no, no. So, <laughs> so what run. I say is, I, look, I, like, hey, I would, uh, you know, uh, send me your story, right? Send me your bio, send me your picture. Um, and then let me, let me review it. And then if I think, if, if I feel like this is a good fit, I can come up with a good angle for it. Then uh, I, I also let them know that, hey, I just had this, uh, this this new change in the show and how I have my, my guests on. I send them to a 2,600 word post with a video of me talking about it, as well as a podcast episode of me talking about same video and podcast. Um, and you know, all the information is there, right? If 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 it sounds like a good fit, you know, if they're still interested, that sounds like a good fit. Then I send them the uh, the application. They can fill it out, go through all the different packages and um, price points, and then they they can pay right through PayPal. But wait a minute, Th- this is a pay thing. I, I I wanted this for free. Can't you just do this as like an editorial and mention me in a blog post? Oh, so I don't do a lot of blog, but I'm just getting back into <laughs> vlogging. But you know that that's cool. I I mean that's a, a cool. So let me refer you to my good friend Matthew Passy. He 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 likes to work for free. I heard he things for free. He's only got twins. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they love free stuff. I, let me tell you. Let me tell you. Blog posts really fill a formula bottle. <laughs> Now, now, look. I got. We're we're joking here, but seriously, guys, if you're out there listening and you're nodding your head or or kind of hopefully laughing at this, we want to hear from you, right? Feedback at teachercast.net. If this if this remotely has any resemblance of where you are with your podcast, please let us know. Uh, share your stories, share your successes, or of course, you can always go over to educationalpodcasting.tips. Join our group. Um, we we always have some great conversations about that. Um, you know, Joe, I, I do remember getting that email and I'm going, my goodness, that is exactly the issue that I have, right? Like I, I've always said I've never wanted TeacherCast to be the the show that starts or ends with and only for a dollar per episode, right? Like I, I, I don't know. Like nobody will ever listen to this show and hear for only a buck, right? But when it comes to education, and I'm sorry, people don't want to spend the money and – Time is right. Oklahoma. <laughs> right. <talking> it. <laughs> right. So, so it's, 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 how do you do this? Like how, how do we as educators do this? Because even if we did clicks per X, right. Or I've got some other relationships where it's, it's, you know, they will pay per lead, right. Which means somebody has to go from teacher cast to site B and then sign up for a newsletter and you're still doing all this work and, ba- you know, you're basically becoming an employee on commission. And that's that's kind of how I feel that. Now, yes, I, I do say some silly things like teachercast.net slash MapCon. But and that still puts you in that employee for free, right? Like maybe you get it. And and I don't know. TeacherCast has never been um, a, an affiliate marketer, right? Even but though we have Amazon links and all these different things, like I would never run into a, a, a business relationship where my paycheck was based off of 
affiliate commissions, right? Like teachers are not going to X software that's $500 and they're just not going to do that. So you're sitting here promoting and promoting and linking and, and SEOing and all and blogging about the, the teacher's just not going to do that in bulk or tell me, maybe I'm 1000% wrong because of course you're going to say, Matt, Oh, I do Amazon links all the time and I'm making 500 bucks a month or something like that. Right. The, the next guy has always got a better mousetrap, I guess. Well, I would say uh, the the piece there is like even if you're even if they're not going and clicking those affiliate links or doing it, um, the, you know, they're still hearing the brand. Right. And that's why, like, uh, I'd never people always like, oh, you got you should do this affiliate link for me, blah, 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 blah. blah. And I'm like, no, because I don't believe that anyone's <laughs> going to go do it and do it. Um, and you're going to get all the promotion and I'm going to get nothing out of it. And there's the, the very risk of that happening. Now, with that said, like on this new, this episode coming up, we're giving away like three of the guy's books. Right. And I, you know, he asked me afterwards, he's like, so do you know, like anyone that like of your listeners that would maybe take you up on that? I said, yeah, absolutely. And I named like five or six people right off the top of my head. They were like, I think they'll take, I think they'll take, they'll, they'll go and do that thing. And it's as simple as just doing an Instagram post with a with a simple hashtag so like that's simple versus like let me pull out my wallet and like buy something and and to so to that point i if i was in your position i'd be looking at the the biggest of the big guys who want their name in front of the schools not because they want you to necessarily sell it but like right off the bat but like think of it excuse me think of it like a like a car commercial right like there, nobody's expecting anyone to just be like, "Oh my God, I see this car! I need to go right now!" Like I don't care that the, you know the oven's on. I'm going to leave the oven on. I'm going to leave the baby crying. I'm going to the car dealership and buying that car right now because I saw that one car commercial right then. It's it's all about brand recognition, right? And it's a longer game, so you got to have a lot more money for it. So going to like, uh, what's the the name of that teacher uh, supply company that's in like Cherry Hill? Uh, Mm-hmm. Uh, not to uh, uh, teacher supply company are us <sighs> you sure there you <laughs> I go think uh, <laughs> <laughs> i was in there the I'm, other day I'm it's the place. uh oh lakeshore lakeshore yes. learn right so like, a pl- like i don't know how big lakeshore learning is but like a place like that where uh they have multiple locations and have a budget for this kind of stuff where it's it's just another line on their on their budgetary to be like, Hey, I need, we need to, to make it so that people know when they think that they got to go get supplies, they go here, not because they have this one specific thing. And when that fit, you know, and they got to get it out right here, right now, like you got four weeks to tell people about it. Cause it's going to be gone. Just for the record, Lakeshore learning, not a sponsor. So yeah, <laughs> not a sponsor yet. <laughs> I want to, yeah. I want to sort of link what Joe is talking about to something that we talked about earlier in the show. And I, I think the, the, the question that you asked Jeff, sort of comes from a place of, uh, you know, people feeling entitled to monetize the product. I think if you are podcasting, if you are creating content on a topic, you have to be willing to do it for free. You have to be willing to do it for the passion, for the love of it, because it's something that, again, you're naturally curious about or because you just have so much knowledge about it that you just have to, you know, you're going to explode with it if you don't have a, a chance to share it. So, if you're not willing to do it for free and you're trying to purely monetize, it's going to be a struggle. Whereas 
if you're willing to do it for free and you're willing to take your chances by doing some affiliate marketing, you know, saying to folks, look, uh, you know, Blueberry is not a sponsor of the show, but I have an affiliate link. So I'm just going to create my own ads that say, look, folks, I use Blueberry. Here's my affiliate link. If you're thinking about doing a podcast, then go ahead and please click on this link. And if I've created, you know, the right message, if I've created the right engagement, if I have created the relationship with my audience and convinced them that Blueberry is a good company and disclaimer, they're not a sponsor of me or anything else. Uh, But, you know, the point is, if you can, if you're willing to do that part of it to test that relationship and it works, then you have a test case to go and turn to someone and say, look, I did this and this is the kind of sales that I saw, or I did this and maybe I didn't get thousands of dollars a month, but I covered my hosting costs. I bought a new microphone and you know, my website is covered for free enough for me to continue doing this passion project. If this is your business and you have to do it, then you have to get creative and you might have to find other, you know, you might, I hate to say it, but you might just have to suck it up and, and go through some of those things until you've built up the right model. There's a, a great podcaster, Dan Cummins, who does a show called Time Suck. And he was doing it for a long time without advertisers. He did it purely on the uh, graciousness of his listeners who, you know, gave to his Patreon and sponsored him. They would use his Amazon affiliate link and they would just support him in all the ways that they could. And, and it was enough for him to keep going and keep producing passionate quality content to the point now where advertisers like, wow, I see you have the super engaged audience. I want to get on, on, on that action. So, you know, if you're doing super engaging content for teachers, Jeff, then yeah, somebody's going to come along and say, how do I get in front of Jeff's awesome audience? And to the folks who are listening, if you are doing this with passion and you're doing it with a purpose, somebody is going to come along and, and take note of it. It's not going to happen day one. It's not going to happen within the first three to four weeks. It's, it's going to take time. But well, if you're willing I, to put in the time, it, it will eventually pay off. Go ahead, Joe. Oh, thank you. Uh, so I, I, you know, just to quote the, the, the man, the, le- the myth, the legend, Dave Jackson, the, uh, the Dave Jackson, <laughs> Uh, well, I put the man, the, yeah. Anyway, the Dave Jackson, uh, you know, worry about getting good first, right? Then worry about getting, <laughs> getting great, you know, second and then uh, amazing and, and super and all these things like worry about that be, right, before you worry about like, how can I make money at this? Now, if you have a, a, a background in it or, or something and, and, but even if you, I don't know, man, you, you gotta, you gotta have something that brings people in. It can't, it's gotta be more than topic. And it doesn't necessarily have to be about perfect sound either. Like I, I think another important thing that people, I always tell people is like, look, you have play, you have uh, these companies like CBS, $30 billion company relying people to pick up their cell phones and call in about sports talk radio, right? They're, it's a cell phone. It's not some great sounding thing, but if it sounds you know, you get the sound to 70, 80%, the content carries the rest, you're entertaining enough, or the show is entertaining enough, or it puts people to sleep like that show Sleep With Me. Uh, you know, <laughs> it just has to do its job. And and once it gets to that point, then you can worry about people coming to you um, and, and finding you. I think a great example of this, by the way, is that, that game show HQ, the app. Has anybody been playing that? Yeah, I've been playing it. I know all about it. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, Ready Player One just sponsored $250,000 in one one game. Like, 15 questions, 250,000 take home. And, 
that you know that took months i mean they've been doing it from what like since like august or something like that it came out so it took that many months and giving away that much money before they got enough people that someone was able to say like okay let's invest and we're gonna drop you know a significant amount of money and and i'm sure they paid a lot of money to get in front of those two million people well, Matt, you know, everything that you guys are saying makes sense. And I certainly agree that if anybody is out there looking to create value for their podcast, value for their website, yes, take on a project where you have this secret goal to see how many listeners you can drive to a certain location, product. And that is why I want you guys to check out teachercast.net slash MapCon happening in the greater Philadelphia area on September 7th through 8th, 2017, held at the Holiday Inn in Philadelphia slash South Swedesboro. I'm just reading it off the website here, podcastmidatlantic.com. But I want you to click on teachercast.net slash MapCon. Joe, it is a fantastic company, a fantastic conference. Although I do say um, in four years now under the speaker page, my photo is now the bottom in the bottom three quarters of this, I, I got to figure out what I can do to get. It used to be keynote speaker. And <laughs> oh, now, so you, now I've dropped down. So like, you need to read because it says in random order. So hit the refresh button and it'll be in a different order. Well, by the way, let me let still me be in the top half. But it's, let me sweeten the deal that Jeff is offering. If you go to teachercast.net slash mapcon and you sign up for the conference, I will shake your hand when you come and visit us there. That's right. Free handshake with me. Is that That's before or after you're finished with the babies? I, I need to know. Dealer's choice. Dealer's choice. <laughs> I don't know. I hit the random button. I'm still showing up at the bottom here. Let me see how this one works again. No, um, hit the, re the refresh button, not the random. I don't think Chrome has a random button. <laughs> Um, guys, we've certainly hit a ton of topics here, and we can certainly do this on multiple episodes. In fact, if you are out there still listening to this podcast and would like to be a, a guest on here, we would love to get Joe and Matt back on because there are so many topics we haven't even hit yet. But we want to get you on this show. We want to see what you're doing out there. If you're an educational podcaster um, and you're interested in any of these topics about money or sponsorships or going to MapCon, which is teachercast.net slash MapCon, M-A-P-C-O-N mid-atlantic podcast conference um we would love to hear from you because this is an important topic right i mean some people as we said use their show to make money or try to use their show to make money this is one of the reasons guys when people start off with podcasting and they say what equipment do i need my answer is don't buy anything right like if you start off by spending 400 bucks on mixers and microphones and stuff you might think oh i have to get that money back somehow um I, I don't know. Um, there's a lot of stuff that we can come in here, but I think the most important thing is there, there is no right way of doing it. I think there's a lot of wrong ways of doing it. Now, now Matt, we haven't talked about this yet, but I do want to give you uh, an opportunity to talk here. You happen to work with a fantastic woman that has, um, has something to say about this particular topic. Um, whom do you get a chance to spend your time with? Uh, well, I work for True Native Media, uh, which is now uh, merged with the famous Jessica Kupferman, uh, just a podcast advertising genius and just all around great person. Movie star. Um, movie star, yes. Um, she will be another great personality that you can see at MapCon if you go to teachcast.net slash MapCon and get your ticket today. Um, and so, yeah, what we do is we, in fact, help podcasters secure advertising for their shows. We are the ones who go out there using your numbers and talk to brands, talk to companies and convince them that this is a medium that is really, really valuable for their 
branding messages and and it's only getting better so it's it's a ton of fun i i have learned a ton from jess the two times that i've seen her speak at mapcon and i continue to learn from her every time uh you know we're we're on a call for work and certainly check them out. Uh, Jess is a good friend of the show. Uh, we've been working together now for the last couple months and um, not a sponsor. Just again, not a sponsor, but, but d- definitely check out her stuff. Uh, Matt, Matt, what was that? Uh, that uh, link one more time. True native media.com. I hope I got that right. Otherwise, my boss is going to be upset. <laughs> we will certainly make sure we have everything in the show notes. This is Educational Podcasting Today, episode number 22. Uh, Joe, we've been talking a lot about that that conference thing that you're doing. But but in all serious, um, where can people get a hold of you and learn more about the great things that Super Joe Pardo is doing? Uh, well, thank you again for plugging the, the conference, for having me on, for having me on alongside this guy. I, I love this guy right here. Uh, and and you can get everything at superjoeparter.com. You can get to the conference at, at teachercast.net slash mapcon. By the way, I fixed the your profile, so now it's under featured instead of spotlight. Uh, <laughs> and so, yeah, so you get all that there. Uh, my my All my social media and stuff is on there. Um, brand new book just came out. Sales won't save your business. Uh, it's like right here, and uh, you should totally go pick it up if you're interested in learning more about business leadership, working with a, uh, better with your team, your offer, your process. I don't know if that applies in the teaching world, but you know, there's probably business teachers out there that are listening. So, uh, yeah. The website is teachercast.net. You can, of course, find all of our stuff out there. And if you want to be on this show and share your story, you can go to teachercast.net slash contact. We are here live every single Wednesday night at 830 for the Tech Educator Podcast. We hope to see you for our next show. And on behalf of everybody here on the TeacherCast Educational Network, my name is Jeff Bradbury, reminding you to keep up the great work in your classroom and continue sharing your passions with your students. <laughs>